Hey there, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the January 24th edition of this podcast. The three things for today, and I'm rather excited about some of the stuff we're going to discuss today. The first one, five traits that my most successful students share. And you can take your training and results to the next level just by trying to copy these traits. The second thing, three quotes, as always. And the final one, instant gratification and a conversation about gardening and what we can learn from that. As weird as it sounds, I think this is gonna be rather useful for all of us. So let's get on with it. Five traits that my successful students share. So the past few weeks, I've been spending a little bit more time thinking about some of my students, how I wish I could have coached them better, and what I learned from my interactions with them. In case you haven't had the chance to read some of these posts, I suggest you go back because there's so much I learned from them and I think you can as well. You never know whose story resonates with you, okay? But as I've been doing this, what I realized was all of these folks do a few things in common. And when my training is going well, when my results are trending positively, I seem to be doing these things as well. What a remarkable coincidence, right? So how about we talk about what these five things are and you can figure out what your gaps are. Yeah, all right. First one is intent and ownership. Now what I mean, it all starts with having that intent. You need to do this for a burning reason. It doesn't have to be a noble uh, or a lofty uh, reason. It can be superficial, right? I've learned that from my personal experience. All I wanted to do was lose some weight when I started. Now it snowballed into something, but I had that intent. And just to be clear, I'd been wanting to uh, lose weight for about six, seven years, and this was my umpteenth attempt at it, but something was different this time. That intent, I didn't let go. I took ownership of the results this time around. So what that meant was I decided I would persist until I figured it out. Previously, I said I would try. I would go join a gym. I'd give it an honest shot. And I did. I spent even up to a year at a gym, but while I showed up, I don't think I really did all that I could have. So, you have to take ownership. Sure, while you can have a coach, 
who will guide you with the better methods it ultimately is on you and you need to have the right intent you need to have that drive if that's not there if you're doing this for other reasons because somebody else expects you to or you think you should be here but you don't really buy into it it's not going to happen so make sure you have the intent and the ownership number 2 keep moving forward failures happen failures have to happen if you're constantly successful honestly it's just a fluke okay failures are events that you learn from and you know what to do better next time around all of my successful students have these ups and downs sometimes they even have crazy downs uh you can read jk's story to learn more you know sometimes you know we sleep poorly we don't take care of recovery we stop showing up and things go wrong sometimes you get injured right not at the gym it just happens well you got to do your rehab and you got to keep moving forward all my successful students make forward progress not linear progress but forward progress number 3 showing up it's like multiplying by 0 if you don't show up right it's simple it's obviously a trait that everybody who produces results have now the thing i want you to think about is it doesn't matter if you can show up five or even seven days a week for 12 weeks the person who can show up for three days a week for 50 weeks for 10 years that that person they're going to see results so it's a marathon not a sprint and it all starts with showing up number 4 you got to fall in love with the process you got to fall in love with fitness for it to be that long term thing for it to be that thing you wake up looking forward to now not every session is going to be fun not every session is something you're going to jump out of bed for and you know go crazy over plateaus will happen there will be boring days you got to do the work you got to fall in love with the process of doing that boring work there is absolutely no way around it and when you do you will find more and more and more things that bring you joy in that process rather than just results rather than just did i lose that kilo and that's when you know you get your mojo in the beginning it might happen but you got to fall in love with the process fall in love with fitness and the last thing all my successful students leave their ego at the door now there are two kinds ones who listen you know they're like you tell me what i need to do i will get it done 
and then the ones who push, challenge, and question me. Now, it's not that the first one is what I prefer and the second one has an ego, like, how dare you question me? Nonsense. People work differently. The first group, honestly, it's a bigger responsibility on me because they're going to just follow what I ask off of them. The second group, when they challenge me, when they question me, and I have to come up with that clarity in my thinking, makes it even better because I am doubly sure of what I'm asking of them. And once they are clear, once they understand the path that we've charted together, amazing. So it's not a question of ego at all. It's simply different personalities. But both sets of personalities leave their ego out of it. Now, I wish it's something that you know, all of us can do permanently. It doesn't seem to be that way. We make enough forward progress and then our ego comes in and then we make mistakes, but then we learn. And that's what I've seen. Even when we make these mistakes, you come back, you learn. This time, you try to leave your ego out of it for longer. Another way of putting this is being coachable. So these are probably the five most prominent traits or habits that I've seen my successful students have. Now, none of these are quick and dirty methods. None of these are hacks. These are all things that you need to have in your framework. Your training methods might be great, or at least let me speak about the quad and our training methods. Our training methods are top-notch. We try not to use crazy amount of tools because you gotta develop skill in a few tools and do them really well. It's not about just entertainment. You gotta fall in love with that process and the shortcut is in learning to do the right things the right way. So, one more time. Number one, having the intent and taking ownership of that process. Number two, failures happen. Keep moving forward. Doesn't have to be linear progress, but forward progress. Number three, show up. Number four, fall in love with it. The process, fall in love with fitness. And number five, leave your ego at the door. All right, let's move on to the quotes we have for today. The first one is from Arthur Ashe, the famous tennis player. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Pretty simple, right? Sometimes we wait for the time to be right. We want the stars to align. We want, you know, I want to learn this. I want to do more research or I want to spend more time uh, figuring out if this idea is right. You know, your fancy new startup. I, I got more bugs to polish. Whatever it is, this applies across the board, not just in fitness. That search for perfection sometimes, especially in some of these things, is not 
a positive trait. It does hinder progress. I don't mean just throw and hope something sticks. Now you start, you learn, you iterate, you learn, you reiterate, and you keep going. That is what I think this one means. The second quote from Anthony DeMello, the harder you try to change, the worse it can get. You always empower the demons you fight. Now, I'm not the most religious person, but I love his writing. I feel I discovered it maybe 10 years too later than I would have liked. Not 10 years too late. I don't think it's ever too late. I love this guy's writing. I'm going to leave this. I'm not even going to try to interpret this. But what I've learned is it's pointless fighting idiots. So why fight idiots? Sometimes the idiot is you. Just let go. Just move on. And the last quote. Bruce Lee with a non-cryptic quote. Learning is a constant process of discovery. A process without end. I think this applies to everything. And as always, I try to apply it in my first place, which is at the gym. It's not like once I press half my body weight, I'm done. It's not that I have to press now 70% of my body weight. Now, that's not what I mean. Now that I know how much skill and technique I have to press half my body weight, so many more learnings about strength training and about the press, for example, open up to me. These things I was not aware of when I didn't have the requisite skill. But now that I know enough, now I can go to that next step. Now, what about those things that are here? Well, only when I take that next step, will those things even make sense to me. But the point is, you got to be geared for that constant learning. That's why you got to fall in love with this process and not just look for you know, the end. And finally, the last topic for today, instant gratification, uh, plants, and gardening. Now, instant gratification is honestly the, a bane for all coaches. And in fact, it hinders all of us out there who are in our fitness journey. It's just the wrong mental model to have. You cannot go to the gym for a day or a week and, you know, start measuring your weight and start looking at your waist and, or, you know, pump your biceps up or I want to lift more. Why am I not doing that? Blah, blah, blah. That's not how it works. We are a sum of our habits and all the habits we had or didn't have led us here. For some of us, decades of a sedentary life, for example. 
to get out of there is a long-term process. Now, common sense dictates, you know this, but then we act like we don't know this. Two conversations I had, one with an old student of mine, one with a friend of mine, led me to try to make this clear. Both of them garden in their own way. One does, one has a small community garden where she grows her vegetables. One does slightly larger scale farming. But the lessons are profound. My lens primarily is always strength training. And it's important to understand the shortcomings of our lens. And when I spoke with these two ladies, the beauty of their thought process, of their experience, just smack me in the head. Now don't dismiss any of this because you already do know this, but it is about correcting that mental model in our heads. We need to know how things work. And this can be a game changer for you in your fitness and health journey. Now, what do I mean by instant gratification? Well, now you come in and you want results. You want results right now. And what are you thinking? Once you get those results, you're done. Okay, probably, right? And when we say it's a marathon, not a sprint, you're probably like, ah, I don't want to do any of this. Anyways. Let's talk about what we can learn from plants and gardening. When you plant the seed, you don't snap your fingers and boom, you know, the tree or the plant grows. Obviously, you don't expect it to, but why do you expect that to happen within a day or within a week of you going to the gym or of you deciding to start a new diet or whatever it is. How is it any different? It's not. You plant the seed, you do some work, and then, you know, something starts to sprout. One leaf sprouts, plant grows a little bit more, one more leaf sprouts. It is a process. It does take time. Now, if all we looked for is when is the fruit going to be, you know, this big, or you know, when am I going to get a vegetable? When am I going to be able to pluck a tomato? Seed, tomato. If those are the only two things you think about, then you're either going to lose patience along the way, or you're going to be unhappy all through that process. Fall in love with the process. And count every leaf, count every centimeter of growth. Those are things we miss out on. You learn to squat, that's great. That's a new leaf sprouting. You learn to hold a 30 second plank, that's one more leaf. 30 second plank, you made it a one minute plank, amazing. 
and you learn to create more tension, wonderful. That's going to add into how much you squat because you cre created more tension, you learned that skill, and it's going to keep feeding forward. But that's how it is. So, you got to look for results. Results will not be the primary thing you keep looking at. Like I said, it's not about five kilos alone. There are hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of things that happen along the way. Got to keep your eyes open for it. The second thing, I got I to gotta always plug Coach Dan John when I can. Little and often over the long haul. Right? You don't just plant the seed and walk away and then come back in a few weeks or months and then take it and go, whatever it is. Got to water it. Got to water it just right. Got to give it enough sun. Got to make sure the right amount of nutrients are available. You got to kill the weeds. If there are weeds around. Got to do this daily. Got to do this weekly. Got to do this for the long haul. Little and often over the long haul. Just like that. You got to show up daily or near daily. And showing up daily might simply be, you know, stretching for five minutes, not going to the gym two hours every day. Three days a week, you lift weights. Three days a week, you go on a walk or, you know, you spend 10 minutes stretching. You got to eat your vegetables daily. And slowly, the plant grows. The third thing, environment matters. If the soil is poor, the soil is not prepared properly, plants are not going to grow great. If it's in too much shade, same thing. Likewise, if your environment at work or at home is not conducive for your growth, if it's not conducive for your fitness and health needs, it's going to be hard. If you have junk foods, in your house all the time and the only way you're going to stay away from it is through sheer willpower it breaks down it simply does we have a finite amount of willpower and you're just setting yourself up for failure again think long term the energy drain on you is immense when you have to keep doing this and you might do it, say in January, you might do it. You might say no to, you know, your family eating junk foods around you and you're eating your salads or whatever. But you will feel drained. You might not realize it. You might find that, oh, this is so hard. Well, it's not hard because of what you're doing, but it's hard because of the environment which is set poorly around you. Similarly, in training, what we've seen is having the right training partners, having the right community around you. Let's say you team up with two other people. Well, you got to pick them up on days when they need to be picked up. And I don't mean literally pick them up in your car, but that certainly helps. But when they need that motivation, when they need that boost, when they are lack the drive to show up, you provide it for them. And they will do it for you as well. A supportive environment matters. The next one, the right fuel. 
you can put a silly amount of bad fertilizers and increase the yield this time around. But then what happens? The next time, well, the plant might not grow so well. You know, soil is spoiled. Similarly, we see so many people doing the short-term results approach, which is, unfortunately, there's too much nonsense available online. Everyone seems to think HIIT is the answer, for example, or doing random shit. It's not. When you think about going to the gym and walking out of there recharged, apparently that's not a good training session. Rather, it's not a good workout because a workout means you're worked out. You got to be in a pool of your own sweat. Somebody has to drag you out of there. Now, that's when you did the job. That's when you'll see results. It's not at all how it works. It's definitely not how strength and conditioning works. The right dose, the right fuel. You got to go the sustainable route. You can't go through unsustainable training habits or unsustainable nutrition habits. When I say unsustainable, you got to eat the way you like to eat. Now, that doesn't mean I will eat the same way, the same proportion of foods. Got to change that up, of course. But you can't go from eating like a South Indian to eating like, I don't know, the Mediterranean diet. Might work, sure. But do you really see yourself doing that for the long term? So, the right fuel, the right fertilizer. And then, next concept, five, I think. Crop rotation, right? Now, you heard about nitrogen fixing and why they grow peanuts. No, don't remember. It's okay. I remember very vaguely only. If we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, we do drain ourselves. And this is a very simple problem to solve. At the quad, we have this approach. 12 weeks on, one week off, right? During that one week, do something else besides lifting weights. And then you come back, the next quarter, the training cycle is gonna be 12 weeks, but we're gonna do some slightly different stuff. Now we're never gonna go from, you know, we're never gonna not do strength work, for example. We're always gonna do smart strength work, smart conditioning work, work in agility, balance, blah, 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 but slowly we will tone things up and down. Say the summer quarter, for example, is a great time to do more strength work, right? It's not the time when you wanna go running or gas yourself out or you know, you're sweating too much, so you don't wanna do too much ballistic work as well. But the rainy quarter, it's a great time to do endurance work. The temperature is a little cooler, you can handle more, so you have to make sure you change things up, same but different, and also have enough periods where you do nothing or where you, you do something absolutely different things. 12 weeks on, one week off. And finally, you get your harvest. 
what do you do? Well, you go again, right? It's not going to just magically sprout again. I mean, some plants do, but for the sake of this metaphor, we'll come back to this, right? You cannot. You got to do the whole thing again. You have some learnings, and you go through it again. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we rush. Sometimes we try to take a shortcut. And the yield, the results this time around, might be subpar. It happens. You learn, and then you go again. And this time, you do better. Failures are normal, and failure or success, every time we have to start again and again and again. I hope this makes sense to you. To summarize it all, instant gratification sucks. It's not a productive way of going about things. Correct your mental model of looking for these short-term or quick results. The mental model that I walked you through today, keep coming back to it or find an equivalent mental model that makes more connect to you. Or just like a plant needs time, space, nutrients, and love to grow, you gotta give yourself time, space, the right environment to see results. And it's a constant process. You go all the way, and you start again, and you keep going. Well, thank you for listening. That's all I have for this edition. I would love to hear feedback from you if you have any. And I'll see you here next week. This is Coach AA signing off. You have a good Sunday. <laughs>